Welcome to Life Karma. SB here. pretty good today you happy i don't i don't know what that means i'm I happy i'm happy I, i'm encouraged i'm encouraged the three phases have been announced by our president donald j trump yes on how we are going to hopefully come back out as a society from our dungeons of houses yes the stay home stay safe is now um Move around if you have a f- mask and gloves on. And staying away from people. Basically what we've been doing, at least here in Utah. Yeah, that's true. So I think we'll be one of the states that open fast. You know, I was looking at Utah's numbers today. I actually want to get your take on this because I just remembered this. that um, It was something really high. It was like... Um, it's 100 new cases, actually. Well, not even that. I was looking at uh, between the different ethnics, ethnic oh. people and... It was like 27% of all Hispanics that test have it. Right. The, so here's the explanation of this. So this is what my friend who is a, he's a, he's a medical doctor and um, he's a trauma specialist. And what he's telling me, this is just hearsay. So don't, you guys don't blast us up. But he, what he's <laughs> saying is like, doctors. we are not doctors. We're not doctors. But he says, you know, we had a, we had a little hotspot in Ogden in a homeless, um, homeless shelter. Everybody in the homeless shelter got it. And it was like 38 cases, 39 cases in, in Ogden. There's That was all the cases. It was just one homeless person that infected a whole homeless community. Um, in New York, um, illegal aliens and people who are in this country illegally, they get sick and they don't, they get symptoms and they don't want to, they want to, they don't want to go to healthcare. And, um, and they went by the time it's an emergency, it's too late and they die. There's a higher mortality rate for people that are in this country illegally who live collectively in families that aren't necessarily citizens. And so, or, and there's, and there's problems in homeless populations and there's problems in prisons. So, so the, the point is, is I heard this three phase plan. They didn't talk about the homeless population. They no. didn't talk about prisons no. and it sort of pissed me off a bit because, you know, talked about, they're really sensitive about the people that have passed away, which we should be. And, and, Every loss is uh, is one loss too many, but but the majority of these losses are happening in these areas where people don't can't come clean or they're afraid of getting deported or you know maybe I'm ignorant here, but it just seems like that should have been talked about a little bit. Well, no, in New York, I mean, I saw in the in the news in New York, like the African American population, a big portion of them really believed that they could not get this, and they had, uh, famous African American people had to come out and actually run. Um, commercials and stuff saying, Hey, no, 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 this does affect us. This affects us, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, whatever. But that was like a rumor going around and people were actually believing it. It's just weird. It's weird. Um, I will tell you that our civil liberties are getting blasted. When you, when you want to go to church on Easter and you get this great idea that let's have everybody come to church and stay in their cars and then I'll deliver a sermon in the parking lot and the police show up break the CDC guidelines to issue people a $500 ticket for gathering together. And they're all isolated. They're all in their cars. That is just absolutely 
boneheaded ridiculous. I'm like, are you kidding me? So let me ask you this question then, because I do agree with that specific example. I agree that that's a problem. And there was actually a judge, I can't believe it was in, I think it was in Tennessee or somewhere in the South that's, that overrode that and said, listen, we don't do that for alcohol. You can drive right into your alcohol store and get alcohol. And we're not, you don't have cops waiting for you right there to give you a ticket. So obviously our society cares more about alcohol than religion. You know, it was a rhetorical question that he kind of posed. But so when, when, when in America should we be able to say as a government, which don't forget people, we employ them, but when should they be able to tell us that we can't do something like the example you just gave? When it's going to affect the public safety and well-being of mass people. So like uh, at the same time, there's ignorant pastors that are gathering everybody together Everybody's showing up at church. They're high-fiving each other and sitting next to each other in the pews. Like, that's just completely... That's a problem. That's a problem because it's completely being ignorant to the problem. So um, I'm a man of faith, and so are you. And um, But I'm also not stupid. <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to go thing, seek yes. out coronavirus and say, hail to God, and like, I'm going to be healed because right, of my faith. Right. I'm like, no, I'm just going to be use common sense and stay away and keep, wash my hands and put gloves and mask on and move forward. I mean, let me pull that common sense just for a second here. And here's maybe a problem I had, even though I, I believe they should have been able to drive up there in their cars. But what happens when someone gets out of their car and they come over to talk to you and then they cough and all the whatever droplets you want to say are coming into your car. That's a, not, not, obviously that's not something you could have planned for. Right. And it's a very one-sided hypothetical, but at the same time, you chose to drive there and now you're incurring uh, an extra chance of harm. Just this is a personal, I mean, I know that's a very one-sided hypothetical. Yeah. I mean, but the, the, the challenge with this is, you know, there's risk in everything we do in life. You, every time you get in your car, you run the risk of someone that, you know, it's a drunk driver, like plowing India, running a red light or walking across the street and getting killed or like some rock from construction site hitting you in the head and killing you. Like, there's inherent risk in life and it's our responsibility to make mitigate the risk. Yeah. And when it comes to the public safety and the public well-being of everyone, you can't do it at the cost of civil liberties. You just cannot. You, yeah, I mean, we've, we, yeah, I mean, nine 11, we lost a lot of freedom. We're losing a lot of freedom now because of fear. Well, we're, we're not losing it. We're giving it. We're yeah. giving it up. I mean, like, I think a lot of people are ready to hand it over. I think a lot of people are sick of their freedoms, to be honest with you, because it, it gives you a lot more accountability. And because if you have the freedom, then you're accountable for that freedom. And right. I really think a lot of people are ready to give them up because they're sick of like having to deal with it, to be accountable, to do things. Yeah. To be responsible. Yeah. And as weird as that sounds, but I really do believe, I do believe that people are more than willing to give it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to take responsibility. They want to just blame, you know, they want to blame everybody else for their problems. Right. I mean, can I go to the prison thing for a second? Sure. John Legend, Joaquin Phoenix, but Joaquin Phoenix was freaking nuts on Twitter today. He put up a video of himself begging the governor of New York to release all people from all prisons in New York because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Cause, cause he's an idiot. <laughs> oh Let me just take some uh, hardened criminals and 
Let's just, he's an anarchist. If, if, if Joaquin Phoenix is doing Judas. that, then I'm going to call him an anarchist because that's just yes. crazy town. Well, yeah. Okay, Joaquin, you're right. Okay, let's just hypothetically say we do that because of the coronavirus. Yeah, they're all going to have jobs when they come out, right? Like something to do. And number two, they're all going to have housing and food and money to take care of themselves, right? Joaquin, I mean, like they're all going to be okay as they all walk out of that prison and back into society, right? I mean, did you forget that that's a freaking problem already yeah. when they come out of prison? And it's like a hundred times worse right now yeah. with the virus out there? Yeah, right now we're not going to be solving the um, the re-entry problem that we have in our federal correction systems to get people reintegrated into society. That's not a problem that's going to be fixed right now. we no. got to get our hands around the damn virus and responding to it and testing and getting our economy back in order. Deal with that later. I mean, it's just... I'm like, it's crazy. Like, out of all freaking things right now today, that's what you want to bring up and make a yeah. freaking video about to your governor of yeah. New York yeah. is to let people free. That's what you're worried about today. Yeah. It's because he's the Joker. Oh my God. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he was, he's he actually the becoming the Joker personified in reality. Yeah, maybe, maybe you never got out of character. No, he's totally in character. Holy hell. He's a totally, totally in character. I about lost my mind when I saw that. Yeah, that's just, like that's Captain Dumbass there. Oh my God! I mean, seriously though, like, <laughs> did did you think through that? Did your publicist like contact you and say that you hey make a video? And then John Legend was a little bit smarter about it. He said maybe we should look at releasing some of them. Well, guess what, John? They've already been doing that. Yeah. So thanks a lot for your stupid wisdom to something they've already been doing. Right. So nonviolent offenders, people that are three strikes, you're out people for smoking dope, like stuff like that. I'm totally in support. Yeah, nonviolent. Totally. Nonviolent offenders, people that have, you know, they're in there for stupid reasons. I'm all about, that's a problem that we have in general that can be fixed right now. I mean, that, that could be done. But then you have the probation officers that are going to have to check in on them. They're supposed to go to their homes according to the law and their jobs. And they're supposed to go back into prison if they don't have jobs. Yes. They need to, they need to do telecheck-ins. Use techno use technology to do like a telecheck in yeah, FaceTime. Good. Use FaceTime on your iPhone. Well, then all the criminals they're going to be using like having some customized person create a background for them. I'm <laughs> like green screen. Like I'm at home. Yeah, I'm right here in home instead yeah, of the I'm Bahamas right or in this drug den. You know, <laughs> doing whatever. That is not cocaine. That is melted uh, salt. Or that's, that's flour. Salt I'm cooking. Flour. I'm cooking cookies, and that's flour. It's uh, not rosa cocaine. It's not a razor over there in the corner. No. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> That's, that kind of ignorance really pisses me off. Yeah. So it's a whole nother level. So we're going to do a tea. Uh, Jen's going to print one out tomorrow. It's going to be the awareness symbol. Dang so yes. we're going to drop in honor of the three phases of coming back economically and get rid of COVID. We're going to do this uh, awareness, sick ass awareness tea. It's just going to be the symbol for awareness, which is really about um, knowing, seeing, doing, and being. And, um, and, one of the big problems in our in our society and in life in general is people that live in absolute complete ignorance, hmm. and they choose to do that because they're just idiots. Well, they want to. Yeah, I'm like, you choose to be ignorant. Oh, so may you inherit what you produce in an ignorant fashion. It's easy. Yeah, it's it, it legit is easy. Yeah, to be aware, hard. You got to learn. You got to have vision. You got to have the discipline to use that, take that vision and move it to action, and then you have to do the action over time to, to become who you want to become. You are in charge of your life. No one else. I but, think a lot of that just is coming and opening your eyes. Right, right. Just look around. 
Open your eyes, look around, take responsibility, listen and learn. <laughs> like how yeah. many times do we got to say it? Like a lot. crazy town. A lot. One thing I've realized more during this time, opening my eyes and actually Emily's been really good at it too, is the news is not the news. The news is opinions now. Yeah. The news is no longer the news. Let's just say the news is betraying the American people. Yeah. It's absolute people. bullshit. And why people still watch it is beyond me. Yeah. It's like, go do your own homework. You guys, yeah. are, you, you guys are so much smarter than y'all give yourself credit for. You really are. It's do your homework. Speaking of, there's an amazing YouTube movie that has 7 million views in five days. What is it? And nobody's talking about it. No, no, no local media has picked it up. You know, if it was a, if it was like a dog jumping over like a cat and it had 7 million views in five days, it'd be on every like news channel. Right. Right. It's called out of shadows. And, um, it's a documentary that's been worked on for two years talking about, um, the underground child trafficking within Hollywood and some of the, um, um, things that the CIA has done to infiltrate Hollywood and mind control. And, uh, they use documents that they've gone through the freedom of information act. Um, it's mind blowing. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So it's, it's amazing what you can discover when you look at facts. Yes. Documents. You know, look at the facts, look at the data, look at the information and don't put your spin on it. Just no. reporters are supposed to just deliver the facts, not the opinions connected to the facts. Yes. And I'm sorry, but y'all suck. Y'all are terrible at it. You don't deliver the facts. You deliver the spin. And sooner or later, um, you're going to lose power. I mean, it's just yes. all to gain power and control. And, and, and the American people see it. At least I see it. Anybody that's aware sees it and they get disgusted by it. It's not a bad thing to report the facts and then tell us your opinion. If you want to do that, right. it's usually why you go to experts or do something like that, but don't re quote unquote report the news in an opinionated way. Right. It's not, it's not their right. Like it's funny cause we sit there and we see, we hear celebrities who are giving their opinion about government policies and procedures and COVID-19. And you know what? They don't have a damn they don't have a damn credential in their life that makes them a qualified person to tell anybody about anything. And no. I'm like, you're a good actor. You're a chameleon. You can pretend to be the president. You aren't the president. Correct. You can pretend to be the speaker of the house, but you're not. So shut the hell up. And yes. cause no one cares. No. no one cares about what famous actors believe. I'm sorry. You're an actor. Well, sheep do sheep. Yeah, yeah, it's follows. the herd. It's yes. the herd. The herd just follows it. And the herd's going to just follow people right off a damn cliff. Well, that's why. We, that's part of the reason why we started this, right? Is it not to everyone share your opinions? Let's all grow together. Let's let's decide, you know, that we're going to actually listen, contemplate, use critical thinking, and actually figure it out. It doesn't mean that we should hate each other or dislike each other, but it means we can learn from each other. Yeah. To attack someone without understanding them is ignorant. I agree, hundred percent. I just attacked a bunch of people that act, and I didn't mean to do that. But, <laughs> I, but maybe I'm just ignorant. But I, well, maybe their opinion does matter. I'm well, like, I guess it matters to their friends and family, right? But it doesn't matter to the masses. No, I just looked up Out of Shadows on on, on YouTube. I think it's trying to be buried. Seven point four million views now. I'm going to check it out. Out but shadows. here's the thing: you search Out of Shadows, 
It's like the 10th thing down, but it's the most viewed. So here's the thing. So you know why I'm familiar with um, sex trafficking and all this kind of stuff? is because kids in foster care, kids in high poverty, homeless children, yes. they are the number one victim. Yes. The number one victims of this, uh, this kind of great evil. Absolutely. Sex trafficking, slavery, um, all this kind of stuff is, is happening right underneath our noses and right here in our own country. And we can go across um, countries and we can go try to save people in other countries and help people in other countries. Why don't we just do it here? You know, why don't we help our people here? That's what, not, what they see in the U.S. is like 1,600 kids disappear a day. That's unbelievable. 1,600. Like, where, where are they going? You know what I mean? Like, this is a real problem. And actually, Trump has really, I mean, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, he's mass arrests have happened and he's really put a lot of money into this um sex trafficking stuff since he's been not like him or not just do a google like even it's fascinating how different the searches are from google to yahoo like i can find more prevalent information on this using yahoo search engine than i can google's well it's like um it's like your facebook shutting you down for like giving yeah. free mask away with t-shirts and and then all of a sudden the next day we see like I, every other ad someone wearing a mask did you know they had just like, changed that the day before they're saying it like like we talked about last time but they had just changed that policy the day before around that which i didn't violate anyways but like you think they'd send out like an email or something the free am i going to check all their new policies every freaking day if they have a new policy yeah it's like whatever it's a little crazy we're being a little cranky today but we said we're happy <laughs> we're, we're, we're happy because i think we think we we assume we hope there's light at the end of the tunnel because I think we saw it a little bit with the the phases coming out. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think I think there's a lot of hope. Uh, if you look at the futures market right now, it's going back. It's going up, and people are hopeful. And I think we're going to see states, you know, probably nine to twelve states open up in the next three days. What's crazy though is unemployment's so high, and yet the stock market has not really suffered like it should. That's because there's the Treasury just dumping money in there. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're. And they're assuming that people are going to have jobs to go back to. Yeah. Not, not, even phase three, I was looking at it, right? Even phase three has got distancing issues. Yeah. I think distancing is going to be something that's part of our future. I've even thought, but to be honest, like after going through this for a month and a half, I've even thought about shutting down one of my offices. I don't know if it's really needed. Probably isn't, you know, like not, that, not, not get rid of the jobs, but just the office. Yeah, the expense of the office. Right. Weirdly enough, right? Yeah. I don't know. Something I'm, I mean, I think, that's what I'm saying is I think a lot of things are going to change in this. Yeah, totally. Just set up everything more like telecommute, telework, tele... Well, it just seems more minimalistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which usually is good business sense. So it's funny because I've been doing a lot of my work doing phone co video phone coaching. I've been doing some in-person stuff but when i go i'm wearing a mask and gloves um uh but we're doing we're having our meetings all of our meetings are just done through zoom or microsoft teams so it's amazing what we get accomplished in those meetings and then and everybody's you know in their own silo and safe and there's no harm but it is less personal though i mean yeah, it, it, it is. just is like i think it stays more business though like nothing gets personal Right, right. It's it's hard. Um, so what I said, you know, this would be interesting. I'll tell you what this. You'll find this fascinating. 
I was on a coaching call today mm. and I said, okay, there's this new environment mm -hmm. and there's 10 observations that I've made in this new environment. Okay. Do you want me to share them with you? Yes, absolutely. I do. Okay. So the first observation is that social distancing is going to be in the new norm. People are going to start working from home a lot more. Correct. You know, double digit growth there. Telemarketing is going to be the new norm. Correct. Telemeetings, telemarketing, tele-everything is going to be the new norm. Right. Face-to-face -face meetings are going to be the real exception. So you need to make the most out of those meetings. So you might do a series of tele-meetings tele until you get one face-to-face -face meeting. And that's going to really, really matter. Yeah. There's still some uncertainty. That's the fifth thing. There's going to be some uncertainty out there that are just going to spook people. Sixth thing is that sanitizing is going to be a major key and built into everything we do. Here's the seventh thing. Mitigating mm -hmm. risk is now the new norm. Mm -hmm. So it's all about mitigating risk. The eighth thing is um, this new culture, this new environment is ripe for innovation. There's going to be a lot of innovation come out of this. Uh, different companies are going to, that's the ninth thing. Different companies are going to have different sensitivities to uh, the amount of risk that they're willing to take on. And then finally, monitoring temperatures and testing is going to be critical. Yes. So being able to test somebody is going to be critical and that education around this kind of stuff is going to be really important. Those are the 10 things. So with those 10 things in mind, how can that inform us to do, to be creative and unique and, uh, and have a, have a approach to a successful business or whatever. It was really good for our conversation with the people we were talking with today. It was sort of cool. And so I think there's only one thing missing that I can think of off Please. the top of my head. The, the food industry is going to be different. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot more individual. Well, it's going to be mitigating risk and sanitizing everything. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's right. also, I think it's going to be more delivery. It's going to be more pickup. Oh, it's not totally. Going to be, it's not going to be as much of, let's go sit outside on the you know beachfront restaurant and have yeah. dinner. What people can deliver to you, I think is going to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree with that. I think, and I think there's going to be a big battle between old school and new school. Right. My, a good friend of mine, a search for, got a test drive delivered to his house, liked it, financed it and bought it and didn't leave his home office. Yeah. It was all delivered to him, paperwork, everything. And every time he had the test drive every time he bought, you know, when he, when they did the final exchange, the car was sanitized, totally clean from top to bottom and detailed. And he loved the experience because he didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> uh, it sounds nice to me. There's I think that's the next way you should buy a car. I think so too. Actually, it sounds really yeah, nice. I think it's good. I, I think, think, I think home gyms are going to be a big deal. Oh, you know what? It's already mm -hmm. a big deal. I have, I have a friend that's a CrossFit freak mm -hmm. and he goes, I'm kicking myself in the butt because I didn't, um, I didn't, invest in a home gym when I should have four years ago, four or five years ago. I said, well, guess what? I did. My That's boys right. did a home That's gym right. and we're out there every damn night and every morning doing stuff. And, and he goes, you can't find an elliptical. You can't find a Stairmaster. You can't find weights. You can't get anything. It's all sold out. And you can't get find the Xbox either. No Xboxes. <laughs> That's fascinating. <laughs> you can't you can't find home gym equipment, but you also can't find Xboxes. Yeah. So home fitness, home programming, things like Peloton. Let me tell you what's happening to Peloton stock. It's going through the roof. Yes, it is. You know Peloton stock. This whole they they do biking. Uh, they do like um, they use teleconferencing in their biking yeah. scenario. Yeah. They also do it with a treadmill. 
They also do it with yoga. So it's pretty cool, man. These large, these large I monitors. With, I have it. Yeah, you, you have it. And I don't have it yet. Cause I, cause I'm the Peloton. It's amazing. Like the classes, right in the, the current classes, they don't have anybody in them. It's just, it's just the instructor. instructor. Yeah, of course. But, but they're still great. Of course. I don't even think you need the people in there. You don't. And, and the instructors are fantastic. It is one thing I have not regretted buying. Oh, no. I mean, like, I'm really close to doing it. You really need close. to do it. It's like 58 bucks a month. And the guy that started it went to Georgia Tech, so I got to support my Oh, peeps. my gosh. I'm surprised you don't have four. I know. I should have four. Judas. I know. What's wrong with me? We should have our own Peloton class over here. We should. Because I have a huge basement. <laughs> huge, huge basement. Don't here in the Life that. Karma Studios. We... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sam's. <laughs> oh man, I love it. That's an inside joke oh, between Brian and I. We, yeah, you guys gonna have to listen to all the old episodes. Yeah, old episode explain now. that. Yeah. So oh my gosh, I mean, what a time! I do. I keep thinking of like those movies where they have, um, like you're at home, right? But then you're. AI or whatever is out there in society, right? Like your artificial intelligence of you is out there roaming around and interacting with people, but you're still in your house. I think about all those movies that are like that. Yeah. And I'm like, you're sure we're just not in a pod and, and everything else we're experiencing is just the matrix. Oh man. We're red, in a pod. Red pill. Red pill, blue pill, blue pill. We're in the pod. I'm just going to dodge bullets. And- <laughs> Dude. Uh, <laughs> That movie still messes with me. Oh, it's just freaky. It's freaky town, man. It is freaky town. Freaky town. town. Oh. So what else happens? So we know the recovery is going to happen in phases. Mm-hmm. What else can we talk about that's in phases? Well, I just want you guys to know I've been reading this book, and I want to throw some of this stuff at Sam here just oh. really quick. Oh, my gosh. I just want to give him a quote and see what he says. <sighs> enlightenment. It's talking about enlightenment, Okay. And the quote is, it's Chinese Zen master, Zen Tazan. Oh, Chinese Zen master, yes, Zen Tazan. Yes, yes, Oh, very good. Very good. He says, if you want the truth, to, if you want the truth to stand clear before you, never be for or against. The struggle between for and against is in the, is the mind's worst disease. So that to me is all about transparency and seeing things as they are, not how you want them to be. It, to is me, that no, I, yes? And is that the, a fair interpretation? That, actually, that is. But what I thought about was, don't automatically assume when you get information that they're that you're either for it or against it. You need to look at both sides. Right, right. Don't you make up your mind yes. quick. Don't let your bias take over. Yeah, you need to critically think about it. Yeah, of course. Critical thinking is like, like. But, Big but, time. But that's why Fox News and CNN do so well is because so many people don't want to do that. They want to just either watch their Fox News or watch their CNN and let let them decide for them. Yeah, they, they already have their compartments built and they only receive what's in their compartment. And they like it. Heaven forbid they ever change their mind. But they don't. Yes, that's too hard. Well, yeah, because then you'd have critical thinking. You'd have to grow and stretch and. Gain awareness, gain additional information, see things differently, change your perspective and paradigm. Hello, that's really hard stuff. <laughs> and then you have to explain yourself and stick up for yourself and stick up for your idea. Do you really? Can't you just like believe what you want to believe? In? Well, in a, in, in a correct society, you, you you should be able to. You should be able to have your thoughts and opinions, but also listen respectfully to others. 
Oh, I agree. Right? My, my, That's what freedom of speech is, man. Like, hello. Yeah, my, my opinions and my belief system is always tweaked. It has a foundation, but then it's always tweaked because I'm always learning more. Right. Yeah, because we change our belief system a lot. I mean, I think you've probably impacted the way I see things a lot during our friendship. In a negative way, but yeah. No, I, I mean, I think so. in a positive way, and I think sometimes a little trippy way. I mean, like, you know, because I'm a little more cynical now than ever. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, I I love, and I know we've talked about this, I just love hearing other point of views. I really do. Yeah, I'm fascinated by it. I'm really yes. just, I'm honestly fascinated. You think what? You think eating jello makes you pretty? Okay, no. help me understand that. That's fascinating. Yes. Okay, sugar-free jello. Oh, it's low calorie. Oh, you lose weight. Oh, oh, that's why you think eating jello yes. makes you pretty. There oh, you go. Oh, okay. There you go. But that's that's fascinating because everybody's different. Yes. If you ever want to try and like just like use your critical thinking, whether you're a man or a woman, just try and understand the opposite sex. Oh, that's never. That's but think about it. Like, is that not the best exercise? To try and figure that out. Yeah. Because you're never going to be able to do it. I just, what I figured out is I just do what I'm told. Yeah, you, you. you um, and then I go swear later somewhere else. Kim has become CNN or Fox News for you. <laughs> Compartmentalized it. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, Miss Kim's a good woman. Oh, great woman. I'm just, I'm like, I know, but I'm the same way. I'm just like. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Did you say jump off this cliff? No problem. Okay, I'm going to do whatever I want now. Yeah. So my care, my thing is that I always, like when I'm being dealt with and for my spouse in a, in a way that I don't like, my problem is like, I'll go out and buy some shit just for fun. Like, like my problem is the coping mechanism is to be like a little child. Mm. I'm like, I want some candy down. I'm going to go <laughs> buy a gun or I'm going to go, right. I'm going to go, you know get some camera gear like that she doesn't know about her and that's not right well you know it's interesting about buying stuff because during this lockdown i bought nothing and honestly it's been good and bad but it's really been indifferent like i've been indifferent to yeah. it i've been like what am i gonna buy i actually tried to you know what i bought the mm. stuff i've done mm. during i bought just survival stuff but i yeah, bought I some extra batteries are, yeah. I, got, I bought some toilet paper i bought some you know, we bought some masks. We bought, you know, we bought a few things, but they're all things we need. But I haven't made any major purchase. Well, the thing I've thought about too is if I not bought, usually the stuff I spend money on are things that other people see. So if I stopped buying things because people aren't seeing it, I mean, I'm trying to be honest with myself. Oh, that's probably true. Like, am I not buying? That Maserati you didn't buy. I did not buy that. Because who's going to see it over the last six weeks? I haven't weeks? driven my G-Wagon in four weeks. You haven't driven the G-Wagon? No, I, I even offered to Jake to let him drive it. That's the apocalyptic car. Yeah, but and my, Jake said no to the G-Wagon? No, it's too Probably because it scared the shit out of him. That's what he said. He said it scared him. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'm just like, is that <clears throat> why I've been he, indifferent to buying? Maybe so. Jake could take your G wagon and I put his date in the back and have social distancing date in the yes, G wagon. Could. Yes, he could. 
But he didn't do that because he's too afraid of wrecking it. Wait, 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 wait. Did he have a date? No, he has not. Oh, I was he's like, no, there's no dating. I was like, he doesn't even know what to do. He's like, like, Dad, do what do I do? Over that? What do I do with the date? Like, what do I do with the date? You have to social distance date with gloves and a mask. Dude, you know, honestly, this seems like the perfect time for Jake to date because you can go do physical activities. That seems like right yeah, up his alley. That's, that is exactly up his alley. I'm like, go work out with her because yeah. gyms can be opened in phase one. They can be. That's like right up your alley, Jake. Yeah, maybe so. I know he's out with some buddies tonight, so I don't know if there's going to be mixed company down there in Murray. He's going down to Murray. Jake, just so you know, girls wear less when they work out. (laughs) And here's the thing (laughs) that I learned from my friend Dave Passanella, the world's strongest man when Mm -hmm. I was in college, who's who's my roommate. He said, Sam, you always want to work it around girls. And I said, why? He said, because... You get a 20% boost in your natural testosterone oh. and you get stronger. Sure. And I'm like, really? Oh, I believe that. 100%. He goes, totally. Yeah, totally. You want to work out around chicks. And I'm like, chicks, that's that's offensive for our feminist people. Yes, it is. Um, it. You want to work out around females because women, you women, <laughs> women, because it makes you stronger and more robust. So I'm like, oh, sounds, sounds reasonable. <laughs> it, I, I believe it because I remember working out in college. I could definitely lift more if oh, yeah. there were girls around. Oh, yeah. I would be motivated by the figures of fine women. Especially hot ladies. Oh, yeah. I was like, good Lord. I'm going to do, I'm going to bench 400 now. Now, now put the plates on the bar yeah. now. More weight. Sling the weight. Uh, look at my big biceps. I'm like Johnny the bicep yes. man. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think what gives me happiness, purchase wise, things like that, is going to change because of this. And I didn't realize that until we had this. I'm like, it's hard being honest with myself thinking, was I just buying things because other people would see them and that made me happy to ha- know that they saw them or was it making me happy because I truly like it? I mean, I don't know, but I think there's something to it. Yeah, I mean, happiness, you know, we started our podcast with a song, you know, Be Happy, What Makes You Happy. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, getting Jake back from Africa mm. just made me happy. Just to know, that, see his butt here and, just yeah. see his face. And you know what he does every day? Hmm. He goes, Father. And he gives me a big old hug. He just says, and I'm like, I love you, brother. And I just, I freaking missed that for two years. He's out in Africa, you know, I eating cornmeal and water instead of, and just like, and crap. And now he's here and he goes, my diet is far, far, far improved, Father. <laughs> I have proteins and vegetables every day. And and I'm not constipated. He goes, I love this. And um, and it's just he's just such a delight. He's definitely more yeah. thankful. I didn't know him well oh, before. Yeah. I'm sure he was a thankful kid before, but you be you no. can tell there's a different level of yeah. understanding. Yeah. Gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude makes you happy. Do you believe that? I think gratitude makes you happy, and I no. think gratitude heals you. I, okay, gratitude definitely heals you, but I don't know if gratitude makes you happy. I think gratitude is its own emotion. Of course, it's its own emotion, but it's an outbreak of gratitude is mm. an expression that comes out of healing and out of happiness. Now, I think gratitude brings you peace and then the peace brings you happiness. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm, just, like, I know I'm, I'm fine. Making, I know I'm making things But you don't even believe here. in happiness, you said earlier. But I like oh, that. No, no, no. I gratitude. don't know if I believe in happiness. I don't know if I believe in happiness from... Uh, I don't know. Okay, let me rephrase this. I don't know if I believe in happiness for myself is the same as it was before this pandemic. Oh, no, no. I think happiness shifts at different levels of your life. Yes. Right. You know, so I think when I was a teenager, happiness was having food in my belly and an opportunity to go to college. 
and play sport. I think as a young professional, happiness was providing for my family so my wife didn't have to work so she could stay home, work with the kids. I think as an adult, uh, as an older, mature man, I think happiness has to do with the development of my children and the success and happiness of my children. You know, I think it shifts um, during it your life. I think it shifts. But, but, but I was wondering if I wasn't finding happiness in it because I was depressed. I was wondering if staying in has made me depressed and then I don't like the same things I used to like. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is that... I mean, as, as we go through these, like a, a very quick change in what our lives are, it makes us reevaluate, but are we reevaluating correctly? Are we in a depression state and therefore reevaluating? Right. There's this, there's this book in my, in my, uh, library here. It's called the happiness, uh, effect or something. Yeah. It's bull crap. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they say, you know, if you measure happiness, you, you become more happy. Like those like salted nuts make you happy. Yeah, they do right now. They I mean, make you happy. Just so you guys know, that was the noise of me stealing them. That's yeah, okay. You, you're more than welcome. Anything on this table? No, I liked it better when I was stealing it. When you're, <laughs> well, you can open that box right there, and it has a special tray that says Supreme. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it has some oh. has some Reese's dark dark chocolate Reese's Pete Reese's chunks. Like they're unbelievably good. Dark chocolate. I'm not a dark chocolate fan. Really? Nah. That's supposed to be good for your dark chocolate. It's just a lie to make us buy dark chocolate. You think? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know, fresh bread and fat cheese and all sorts of salty things are good for us. Bread and cheese, yes. You're doing a really good job not hearing the crunching from the nuts that you're eating. That's fascinating to me. That's because I have soft teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you have brand new teeth because they've all been filed down and made all white and everything. They look all pretty. You the pretty. What are you doing for a haircut, man? I look like freaking Tarzan. Hair sucks. My hair sucks. I'm having right to now. put like super thick gel in my hair just so I don't look like a street person. Maybe there's a Zoom background for that that will like change my hair. That'd be cool. <laughs> really? That'd be funny. I think you should have a Fabio hairdo. Like, oh, I'm, I'm Fabio. I used to call Bo Fabio. Say, so, hey, Bo, with your long flowing locks, the Fabio do. Bo, the young Jesus. Yeah, young G. We used to call him Jesus. He didn't cut his hair for five years. He had this most beautiful Amazing hair. hair. Unbelievable hair. <laughs> Man, well, I don't know. I want I want you guys to really think about what makes you... If your happiness has changed or you become more aware of it during this pandemic, or if you think because you've been depressed through this pandemic, happiness has changed. You know, to tie everything we've been talking together today about... Um, tie everything together i think happiness comes in phases right i think there's what what means happiness as a as an adolescent is one thing and then as you transition into puberty it's another it's some hot chick liking you and as you transition into education and professional life it's another thing as, as you start having children and get mature it's another thing i think being happy is introduced into our lives in a phased process, just like opening the economy is happening in a phased process. What do you think of that? Actually, I think that's pretty brilliant. I think there are phases to happiness. I think they add to each other. I think as your different phases add to each other so that you have more complete 
happiness because you don't know as a teenager what it's like to what it's gonna be like to have children. And as an adult that has children, you don't know what it's gonna be like until to have them graduate from college or come home for a mission or whatever right. it is until it actually occurs. So I believe your happiness is built on itself to complete. You, you know, it's interesting because you're seeing what your life's going to be like when you look at my life in 10 years from now, when your kids start coming home from missions or start getting married or start, you know, playing high school and collegiate sport, and all that kind of stuff, you'll see, you know, and, you, and it, trust me, it brings a lot of happiness when you see your kids succeed when I, you see the lessons you've taught them hold and they, they have character and they, they're not turds and they, they, you know, they've really turned out to be some pretty decent people. And that, that brings a lot of happiness. I don't know if they'll ever get married. Emily's already told them that, um, if, if she doesn't like their potential wives, they're out. Well, of course they're out. Yeah. But Emily, Emily's a savage. Yeah. But she's, she's a hot savage. That, yeah. But she, but she's going to tear these girls apart. Of course. Cause the boys need to be picky. Yeah. I told Jake, you got to be picky, son. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell you something. This decision you make with whoever your partner's going to be, it's the most important decision in your life. His happiness is going to depend a lot on the phases mm -hmm. it goes through by being picky yeah. with who he chooses. Yeah. And in Jeez. the end, when you do that, you pick the right person, you're going to be happy. Um, you think that you pick the right person that affects your happiness. And in the end, our personal happiness is our responsibility no one else's. I can't make you happy. You can't Thank make you. me happy. I was happy. just about ready to say that. Happiness yes. is an individual thing. I can't make my wife happy. She can't make me happy. All I can do is work on myself. Amen. You only, a, you only control yourself. Right. And your own happiness. Is that and a good note to go I, out on? I agree a thousand percent on that. Right on. Well, don't worry. Be happy. But remember, it comes in phases. Phases. And we will enjoy the music on the way out. Clap, 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 clap.